Welcome to the Girl Power Alliance podcast, where you're going to meet and hear from some inspiring women with incredible stories who are leading in business and in faith. We are on a mission to impact the world by empowering women to dream bigger through kingdom-minded mentoring and leadership. This is where women grow. Welcome back to the Girl Power Alliance podcast. Uh, I'm going to be releasing this one as like a special edition (laughs) because I believe that timing is really important for uh, what we're about to talk about today. Actually, I got chills when I said that. Um, I'm very excited about my guest today. This is somebody I've known for over 15 years. Um, She is a multi-multi-million dollar earner in the network marketing profession, has impacted, you know, tens, if not hundreds of thousands of lives around the world, specifically in the business world. But she's also a crazy follower of Jesus like we are. She is anointed in her message. Uh, She has always woven her faith into her business, which is what we're all about at Girl Power Alliance. And um, she, you know, has had a call on her life in a specific direction when it comes to uh, speaking what the Lord has for her, which she launched in April. Did you launch a sealed book in April? Yeah, actually March, March 19th. Okay, March 19th, March 19th. Um, This is Amy Sieber. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I appreciate it, Michelle. It's an honor to be here. I'm so excited. Well, um, Amy and I have known each other through the network marketing profession. Of course, always followed her her path, uh, her path wherever she was. And recently, I was listening to a Facebook Live, random one uh, that somebody had, you know, just somebody on my Facebook. And Amy commented, and she commented with a link to a private Facebook group. And I was like, "Is that Amy?" And I clicked on it and came across this Facebook group called the Sealed Book. And well, okay. So before I go any further, is there anything else that you want to just share about you, who you are and kind of your, your journey? Sure. Um, you know, I, I have been a Christian my whole life and I got, I think I got saved when I was 10 <laughs> and just grew up in the Lord. But I, but I also had like, just, you know, this kind of, every couple of years, something traumatic would happen to me. I mean, I, I was not that girl that ever had an easy life. Um, uh, two weeks before I turned 13, I, I watched my twin brother fall 48 feet right in front of me. And, mm. and, uh, and so, you know, it was, um, it was a tragic death and it was a crazy time in my life. And, and so, you know, working through that and, and through my faith in that as a young teenager, um, you know, just really, you know, really set my, my path. Um, and then, you know, how, as so many girls are, I, I was raped, went through that at, at knife point when I was on my senior from high school trip, I was a virgin, but I, you know, that kind of went out the window on my senior trip with my parents in, in uh, the Dominican Republic. And so when I was raped at knife point, Michelle, that really sent my path on, you know, on a, in a dark, on a dark path. And, and so um, I, I was suicidal by the time I was 22, 23. And, and I just was in a, it was in a bad, I was in a bad place. And so, but the Lord, I, I tell people, I, I always kind of have this dual path going because, you know, on one hand, I've been so solid in my faith, but on the other, I had all this trauma happening to me. And, um, and so 
I finally reconciled all of that and went through some major deliverance. I wrote a book about that journey called Renewing the Spirit, Restoring the Soul, and Reconstructing the Body. Because mm-hmm. um, after I, 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 I've been raped a couple of different times, um, and and I gained all this weight. I, I had, I mean, I was. You probably would not recognize me if you saw some of those pictures before, because I was um, hugely obese and uh, depressed, suicidal, all of that. And then the Lord began to heal me from the inside out. And, uh, and so that book is, is that journey, the deliverance that I went through where he restored my soul. And, um, and then uh, my body came into order after that. It was only after that. And then I ended, I ended up uh, competing in fitness, won the North American Nova Fitness Championship <laughs> in 2002. And, uh, you know, just placed second in the world galaxy. It was, a, you know, it was those uh, competitions where it was like military obstacle course, evening gown and swimwear. <laughs> so it was like Barbie meets American gladiator. <laughs> so anyway, um, but I did that fitness career and that was before my network marketing career, but I, I had worked through some critical um, components, it, you know, sustained motivation, ha- you know, having a higher purpose for those, uh, those accomplishments that, you know, I was driven to, to succeed. And so I had, um, had learned some of those things. And, and then I was introduced to the, to the career of network marketing. And that's where you and I met uh, many years ago. But so, you know, you kind of have those same principles. And that's how we've, um, how we've been able to to sustain that all these years too is just knowing that it's uh, you know it's not for yourself that you you know that you're doing these things but you really as unto the Lord so you know it's really kind of been a, a crazy journey that's a short synopsis of you know this uh, this person has had a lot of trauma that I guess if you were to to define me Michelle it would be you know women don't have to stay victims. And, uh, and we can rise above whatever circumstance and, and uh, you know, with the Lord's help and you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. And so um, I've taken that whole, um, that whole way of life into business as well. And, um, and, but, you know, I've also, I really have felt called to the ministry um, for many, many years. I've had, you know, prophetic words spoken over my life, even when I was 24, 25, 26, that I'm just now being with the sealed book how those things could come to pass. And, um, and so I have, I had this crazy journey of things happening, weird things happening to me. And so the, I've, I've been wanting to start the seal book for, I don't know, seven or eight years. And my husband was like, no, (laughs) because you can't like unopen that Pandora's box. People are going to think you're a crazy conspiracy theorist. And, and, uh, but I'm like, people need to know, I mean, people need to know what's really going on. And, you know, and so, when we moved to Australia uh, several seven years ago, we lived in Australia for a year, and and I saw some things in Australia that sent me on a path of of research. That uh, you know, once you once you kind of find some things out, you can't ever not not know those things. And so it's been burning in my heart to kind of warn the masses and and help people wake up to the truth about the great deception that's coming. So that is what the sealed book is all about. It's a it's a um, it's a Facebook group. It's private that allows people to come in, you know, when they're seeking the truth and they can see what's not, not congruent uh, with their heart. What's what, what, what's on the news, what's going on. So, but it is a, it is a group that will always point people back to Jesus Christ. And, and, and I think we, we have a lot of people that are waking up to things, but there's no real 
based is in the truth, you know, the way, the truth, the life. And so that's what the sealed book is all about. Well, I think it's, I mean, it's not coincidental. God's timing is always so perfect. And it's just, um, I, and one of the reasons that I wanted to do this podcast and release it, not in the order that all the rest of the podcast is coming out is because I feel very, um, I feel impressed upon me that timing is really important because I feel like you said, people are waking up to things. There are things in people's spirit that don't, that aren't aligning with what they're hearing and they don't kind of know where to go and they don't know who to talk to because a lot of times, especially as believers right now, um, there is a lot of, uh, like it's this cancel culture and it's this shame of if you say certain things and you're not aligned with this certain narrative, then you're the bad person. So people are afraid to think or feel or anything, but you know, the word of God is rising up in a mighty, mighty way right now. I I know that people feel it. I feel it. It is, it's like, I have a sense of urgency to know and to hear the Lord. Like I never have in my entire life. Like it's a, it's desperate. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, yeah. I, I feel every day, like I'm in the desert and I'm so thirsty. And I know that there are millions and millions of people who are feeling this hunger and this thirst inside of their heart and their soul. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted you, cause I think you're so, you're so bold. Uh, and you've been hearing from the Lord for many, many years. I wanted you just to speak into that for people that are feeling this thing and they don't know what to do with it. Right. Right. Let me mute my phone here. I'm sorry. Um, it's, it's so imperative that, that people are able to hear the voice of the Lord right now. And, and, um, and, and he's speaking in lots of different ways. Um, you know, I I tell people the sealed book is based on Daniel, uh, the, the scripture in Daniel, where it says, seal up the book until the time of the end where people will travel to and fro and knowledge will increase. This angel is telling Daniel, seal up the book. Well, I believe the Bible itself is the sealed book. I believe that things are coming to life. And I know they are for me out of the word of God that I'm, I've never seen before. And things that, uh, in my, in my Baptist upbringing, and even when I got spirit filled when I was 17, and I mean, I've always kind of been on the edge of if God has it, I want it, you know, but even me, I'm, I'm seeing things in the word of God that I've never seen before. And, and so it, the Lord is really saying, okay, I, I don't fit in the box that people have put me in, particularly you know, us in, in the Western culture that grow up in particularly denominational churches, um, you know, God is energy and he's love and he's, and he is, you can't put him in a box. Um, he put in, you know, self on the planet and on as Christ so that we could touch and feel and see, but he, he's not a, a human that we, you know, I mean, he is with Jesus, but he's not, you know, I mean, he's much more than what we, what I had growing up the box I put him in and so you know I think it's so imperative Michelle that we that we really do dig into the word and I and the the version of the bible I have several versions me too because it's important to when when people are are, are kind of first getting into the word that that they don't just get lost in the language and and so uh, I I have the new living translation I have the NIV those are the two that are kind of my go to but um, the more you study and you can compare versions you can get a better 
a, a better picture of how God is speaking through the word. Um, but it's amazing if you get on a reading plan, um, how God will use that reading plan, just the consistency of your, uh, you know, of, of you being in the word to speak to you. Like at, at what, in the sealed book, for example, there are things I talk about very edgy topics, as you know. <laughs> yes, so, I do. You know, just stuff that you don't, I call it, it's not your mama's Sunday school class. You know, I've never, <laughs> I've never been the, this is why I didn't get into ministry because I'm, I'm always edgy. Like, I mean, I'm like, I'm, I, I'm too, too out there. Right. Yeah. Um, and so it's a, it, it's important to, you know, to have everybody on the wall, right. To have, we need Beth Moore. Uh, we need Joyce Meyer. We need you. We need me. We need different different people because the the edgy topics that that I um, that I discuss uh, that are not I didn't I mean I didn't learn from Sunday school. They're not being taught in churches, and yet I believe that they're the most important because people are about to be so deceived. And so to be able to hear the voice of the Lord, and I tell people there you, there's three voices. You can either you hear yourself. There's God and there's the enemy. And, um, you know, it's really hard to distinguish between those sometimes until you just get, you get good at hearing and understanding that the voice of the Lord is, it, it's an impression. Satan is loud, you know, and it's usually from, from without. And then your own thoughts are just kind of jumbled up in here. But I hear the Lord in my spirit. And that's what my book is about. The difference between the spirit and the soul the spirit houses houses the Lord. The soul is the mind, will, and emotions, and that you can get all messed up in there <laughs> in the soul. <laughs> so, so you know, just spending that quiet time and you know, getting alone with the Lord uh, as a as a daughter. Which I know this is for mostly women, but to to just curl up in His lap and and hear His heartbeat, He will speak. And and um, you know, the key is the more that you obey the impression the more you will be impressed. Mm -hmm. So, you know, he speaks in a lot of ways, but he's using people uh, like crazy right now that, that, that remnant is rising up. And I, I really believe that the daughters of the most high are going to, to really spearhead this next move of God, that the, the glory of the Lord is about to cover the earth, like waters cover the sea, what it talks about in Habakkuk. And wow. um, I think it's going to be led by, by the women, be, you know, at least that's the prophetic word that I've been getting is that there is a healing revival coming and it's going to come through the daughters of God at first, but, it, and then it's going to hit the streets. And here's the thing. It's not going to look like anything else has ever looked and it will offend the church. It will offend religious people because it's not going to be in the religious box. It's going to be different. It, it, the, the people that are going to be coming across are going to be edgy and different and, um, and it's going to feel new agey. It, it's going to feel like, oh, this is scary to the Christian denominational people. They, not, they aren't going to be able to recognize, no, that's God. That right there is God. And so I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm excited. It's coming. Uh, all of this is coming and, and it's the most exciting time in the world to be alive, but you've got to be able to hear the Lord. Mm, I, so much of what you said is such a confirmation to the things that the Lord spoke to me 
you know, having no idea what was coming this year, but uh, at the beginning of 2020, there's two specific things that the Lord told me. He told me there was going to be a major shift in the church. Number one, number two, he told me this is going to be a very specific and strategic time for women, which is why he really impressed upon me to, to get this, to get girl power Alliance started. And he kind of painted, I had this vision and it started with a few women and their lights were, it was like they were lit up. And then they brought in a few other women and their lights lit up. And then it, they went homes and lit up the lights at home. And it was in the cities and then in, in the States. And then, you know what I mean? It spread through the world. And I believed exactly the same thing that God is specifically using women and it's not women in church because there are millions and millions of women that love Jesus. There are millions more women in the marketplace than there are in the, in ministry. And so you're, it's going to look different. And Matter of fact, I did an event at my church at the beginning of the year and th they allowed me to do it and everything, but it was met with a lot of opposition because it didn't look like a church event. And I, apparently I'm not, I don't look like a church person. I just, I, got told, I just got told I don't dress right. And I do all these things, you know, just recently. I mean, and it's like, you know what? Fine. I, but I believe everything that you said is such a confirmation. And I know that there are so many women that feel the exact same thing. Well, you know, I, I, I've, uh, we have so much in common, Michelle, because I, I think if you have a pretty face, people judge you, like just straight up, they automatically think you have a seductive spirit. I'm like, and, I, and frankly, frankly, I have fought that my whole life. You know, um, the men lust and the women are jealous. And, and I'm like, I, I have, what do you want me to do? <laughs> That's what part of my, my book is I've cursed my beauty. That's why I gained all my weight after I got raped by a pastor, by the way. Um, and the second time, and he was at the knife point in Haiti, but he was, yeah. And, um, and so I went through all that healing because I, I tried to cover up what God gave me and, and, um, you know, and it's, it's people, don't understand what that's like. I think, you know, where you, men certainly don't understand that where you, you have to work through the trauma of, of being an Esther, you know, and, um, and it comes at a price. And so, um, I think so many women, they, the, the Lord will try to steal your beauty first, early and first, <laughs> Because it, you know, it is a drawing factor. And, and I know that you've probably experienced that. And so, you, you know, the church doesn't understand those things a lot of times. Some churches do. But um, my, my, my ministry is not in the church. And I don't think it will ever be in the church. I, I really don't. I, I think um, when I've seen how fast the seal book has grown, it's been crazy. It's, I mean, like it's grown. It's, it's almost, it's close to 6,700 people right now in, in four months. And, um, and that's more people than I could reach in a church in four months. Absolutely. You know, it just, it's like growing like crazy now. Um, now it's begun to kind of take a life of its own. And it's just like, we can't approve people fast enough to, to because people are so hungry yes. for truth. They're, they're so hungry to know what the heck is going on. And, um, and man, and I'll tell you, some of the biggest growth in that group are the millennials, the younger generation, they're not buying it. And, and they, and they can see, and, and I'll tell you, um, this is what the Lord showed me about, about the revival that's coming, that's coming through the hands of women is that there are all these kids that you see 
that are rioting. They're in the streets, even marching that, you know, the whole, and, and they're young white girls. Mm -hmm. that, I mean, I'm like, and they're angry and, and you see this fatherless generation, um, you know, and it's kind of like, what, what kind of water boils faster, lukewarm or ice cold? Yep. Well, it's ice cold, ice cold that, that will boil faster than room temperature water because it's already unstable, right? In an unstable state. Well, that, that's what's going to happen to this generation because they're unstable already. When the spirit of God hits the streets, they're going to be laid out. They're going to be from hot, I mean, I mean, from ice cold to boiling hot. And I believe that the, the healing, the healing move of God is going to come through these kids, but it's going to be um, guided by, by the women. And, and so I, I'm already seeing that. I posted some things in the seal book uh, about the, the revival that has, it started in Minneapolis where George Floyd was murdered. And you got all these people baptizing people in the streets. They're not Literally. in the church building, they're in the streets. Yeah. Um, and so uh, I, I put stuff like that in, in, you know, in the discussion just to kind of balance out the, the craziness of Wayfair, for example, oh. going on right now um, and all the, the, the trafficking and stuff. So, yeah, we talk about some of those issues in the seal book and, and the kids are the ones that are sharing it so much going, you know what, you got to see this, you got to see this, what's going on. So it's, it's interesting to see what God's going to do with it for sure. Well, it's funny that you say that you don't think your ministry will ever be in the church. And I had felt like that for a long time, but then I was in kind of this turmoil place at the end, toward the end of 2019. And I knew God was calling me to something, but I didn't know what it was yet. So that's why I kind of got really involved at my church that I've been going to for 15 years in the women's ministry. And um, then come to find out, you know, absolutely not. I, I feel so strong that my, that what I'm doing will never be in the church again, that I'm trying not to, I'm trying not to have a spirit of bitterness because I feel a little bitter about what, what literally just happened within the last 30 days between me and my church. Um, but I know instead of being bitter, I just know that God was, is absolutely, he's just saying, that's not where, that's not where right. I'm calling you. Yep. Your alignments define your assignments, Michelle. And, um, it's, God is rearranging alignments because your assignment is probably not, I mean, you don't have to, you don't have to preach to the saved, you know, I didn't come yeah. to, to the, you know, to the well, but the sick, I mean, Jesus, we, you know, when you think about how offensive Jesus was to religious was. people, he just offended everybody everywhere he went. <laughs> I think it's pretty, pretty funny. So yeah, I'm used to that. I, I offend people too, all the time. I mean, I, I've done it my whole life. I can walk in a room and offend people and it just, you know, so I, Maybe you and I should get together and do a uh, do a, a seminar outside of the church sometime. That Can you imagine how many people we'd piss off? <laughs> be awesome. Um, I feel I feel feel more emboldened, more empowered this this year. And I, you know, I was kind of thinking like it was my age. I just turned forty seven. Um, you know, but I really believe that. I mean, there's no way I could have looked one year ago at all the things that God had specifically lined up to take me to this place of feeling like, okay, God, I knew that he was telling me a couple of things. Number one, that I had, I had placed basically all of my identity in my network marketing business, that I had created almost an idol out of my identity in that space. 
And um, so I knew, I knew that, I knew that that's one thing that he was saying, but I didn't know what else he, where the direction that he was wanting me to go. And I feel like a lot of people feel like that because it's, it was scary for me having been in network marketing solely for the last 15 years. I've done nothing else. Yeah. I, I mean, I started my podcast three years ago, not this one. The other one was called Sold Out Entrepreneur. And I did that only because I felt God calling me to, if he, I felt him say literally this, if you could say whatever you wanted to say and you weren't worried about who you were going to piss off or who you were going to offend, what would it sound like? So I, I started that because every area of my life is so wrapped around Jesus. And in the business yeah. world specifically, you know, we're told, you don't, there's two things you never talk about. It's politics and politics religion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I didn't. <laughs> me so, either. I, yeah, I got I got that slapped out of me early, and I was like, "Wait a minute, you know this? Yeah, I get it." That's not what he wants. That does no nobody any good. That's a lie from the pit of hell. And so this whole thing that's taken many many years for me to get right where we're at, and you know, even when I was starting this, I was like. God, are you sure this is actually what you want me to do? Like the whole world just got shut down. I'm investing in this platform and doing these things. And I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, and he just kept saying, you know, go, but I feel so empowered, so excited about what's happening. And there's another thing I'd like you to speak on. Mm-hmm. There is, there's so much talk right now. And even in the world, uh, the prophetic world there, you have two sides. You have one side that is speaking hope. One side that is speaking, God is doing something amazing and awesome. Then there's this whole other side that is speaking fear and they're striking. So, And I feel like as human beings, because we've been conditioned for so many years because of the media to stay in a state of fear, that people respond quicker to the fear and they grab onto it faster than they do the message of hope. And I know this, anything that comes from the Lord is always a message of hope. You're absolutely right. Yeah, absolutely right. You know, there was a, um, and, and social media, it's it's scary now because things go viral like that. And and I don't, I'm sure that you saw the video of the pastor that was, you know, with the calendar and the, you know. Um, People keep sending it to me. Oh, me too. I mean, I'm like five, one, five times in one day. I'm like, who is this? So I finally watched it and everything in my spirit was like. Me too. This, this is a second heaven dream. This is a dream that came from second, not third heaven. And, and, um, and, and so had enough truth in it. I mean, gosh, man, it's going to be, the deception is going to be so thick and it is, you're, you're absolutely right, Michelle. Um, the Lord, God, God is a God of hope. Now I will say this, we as American Christians have never experienced a day of persecution in our lives. No, we, we don't have we, I mean, you know, we get, we don't get to have our Starbucks and we feel like we're, you know, um, so, so I yeah. think that the Lord is, is toughening up, you know, his church do, for sure. But uh, also, uh, you know, this, God is going to have his way. And I believe there is a billion soul revival that's coming. Mm-hmm. The word says it, it says it, you know, I will cover the, the, earth with my glory is the water covers the sea that has not happened yet and i don't think that the church is going to be raptured out of here um before there is a massive soul harvest and uh, and so i feel like we're going to see it i feel like we're going to be a part of it i feel like we're going to be instigators and be right in the middle of it it's already starting to happen yeah but i had a vision uh, when i saw that that vision of, or that that guy's dream i was like that's not what i saw i had a 
full-on open vision. And I talk about it in one of my broadcasts on the sealed book where I literally saw um, all these cities that were burning. I wish I had my journal with, with me. I'd show it on here. I could get up and go get it. But, but I drew a picture of it because it, it was so so real and it was an open vision and i and i literally saw you know as went right during the riots and all the people were burning minneapolis burning in different cities and uh i saw these angels come at like they, these portals from heaven open and there were just angels were just pouring into the earth mm. pouring and these are the angels that have been reserved for for this time i mean led by michael the archangel but little these beings just coming 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 and these angels were so massive that i mean like people were were you know cities were like the skylines were like this big wow. and these angels were massive and they each had a sword and they like like the, the tip of the spear struck these cities and the glory of the lord just and the, and the healing revival started in the streets. These same kids that are riding and doing the whole, you know, are, are getting just slain in the spirit and people being healed and it just like going in the streets. And, and so that was so not congruent with what, you know, the doomsdayers are saying that America's under judgment and all of that. You know, I, I think we have enough people, when you think about what, that, what God spared because just the, the a few remnant in you know in different Nineveh is a prime example you know um, God always is looking for a remnant that will repent on behalf of the people and the the masses don't don't get it right they don't but if there's a remnant that will rise up and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways and you know that I will heal their land. And I, I believe that we're experiencing a second Chronicles 714 moment right now. And, and I think that there have been some wonderful things that have come from COVID. Um, it's BS. You know, we know that all of the whole, you know, uh, I hate it. I absolutely hate it. I'm so rebellious, but, um, but also know that there have been some great things that have come from that. Because when you think about people were forced to pause People were, you know, the, the church was forced to take a Selah moment and just go deep and, and say, Lord, what are you doing here? And what I came out of that with is I'm about to, I'm about to strike this world with an end times revival that is going to usher in my coming. And, um, and he's not going to come back for a weak, anemic bride. You no. know, he's going to come back for a powerful, you know, uh, when, I mean, where everybody knows his name. And so I think we're, we're in for some really exciting times. I think that there's going to be a lot of deception with an alien deception coming. Um, but it's going to be coincided with the angelic intervention on the earth. It's going to be like a cosmic firefight. I love it. But anyway, there's a lot going on in my world. Well, you can I mean, tell. it says I, all I, of that. Revelation, you know what yeah. I mean? I mean, if you can, which is such a difficult book to read in the first place. I do what you do. I read many different versions. Do you have the passion translation? I do not. I do. Oh. I need to get it. Oh, 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 oh. Get it. Okay. <laughs> um, well, I do it on the, the Bible app because it's not complete yet. It's all of the new Testament and then a couple of books in the old Testament, but it is, oh. it's just rich. It's rich. I love it. But when I, when I actually was listening to a podcast and somebody was playing 
that video from that guy with the, you know, all the things coming in November and all this stuff. And my body started to shake. My spirit was like this. I couldn't even listen. I had to turn it off. And then somebody else sent it to me. And when, and I, so I didn't know what the person, the guy looked like. So I started to play the video literally within seconds. My body was like, turn it off. The Lord was like, you're not even to listen to that. Right. I didn't even listen to the whole thing. You know, I, I, uh, I did. And I, the whole time I'm like, cause I, I had to, I had to address it in the sealed book, you know, cause yeah. there were so many people sending it to me. And I was like, no, nah, this is, this is not, I, you know, I don't have anything against him, but we're, cause we're all capable of, of, of hearing the wrong thing, right. Missing God on things. Yeah. But I was, uh, and, and he's not the only one there. There've been people that have been preaching doom and gloom and America's being judged and all of that for a long time. That's why I love Kim Clement, I, you know, uh, in the sealed book, in my broadcast, I, sh- I play a lot of Kim Clement and I actually met him uh, so in 2008. Cool. He prophesied over me and over my daughter and he was so dead on accurate with regard to Savannah. It's crazy. Um, and, but he prophesied about America a lot and, and prophesied Trump winning back in 2008. You know, I mean, just, if you don't know Kim Clement, you guys got to go search him out. Um, but I, there are specific things that that uh, that are coming to pass right now that he prophesied back in 2012. I mean, very specific, specific, specific. And so, you know, I I tend to believe that we are in for some amazing, exciting times, and that there is a revival coming. And you know, but I'll, I'll tell you too, it it's not it's going to be hard fought because what yes. what you know. What you think about, you bring about. What you focus on expands. And and the, one of the enemy's tactics is to get enough people in fear, and enough people talking about that video and talking. And you know, I mean, you, we as creative, created in His image, have the ability to create with our thoughts in our mouth. Um, you know, and and so if you get if He can get enough people in fear, enough people talking about it, um, then it will have a you know, a better chance of manifesting. And so you're, you were absolutely right of, you know, like don't turn it off. Don't even, don't even put it in your mind. Don't focus on it because we, we can bring things to pass with our thoughts. And, um, you know, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And if, and if, and that's the, that's why I get so angry at the whole mask thing, because it's just keeping people in ignorance and fear and, and it's the crazy thing I'm saying how compliant people have become, and I, you know, I, I'm like, uh, matter of fact, my husband and I are leaving Dallas. We live in uptown Dallas right now. We're leaving tomorrow. We're going to go spend a month in West Texas in the country with my family on the ranch because I'm over it. I'm like, I got to get out of here. I can't stand it. People, uh, you know, people, when I see people wearing their mask by themselves outside, or in, I'm like, I want to just walk into and go, turn off CNN, dude. You know, you're making yourself more sick. You're, you're, you're not even helping anybody we're in the same boat we're in the same boat we see people driving past us in the car by themselves with their windows up and their mask on we're like you're gonna suffocate in there buddy you're gonna actually pass out and suffocate but I I agree with you wholeheartedly but you know I have to tell you this is and then I want to do a closing question for you but I I continue I've started to get really discouraged because I saw I was like wow I always wondered 
I always wondered about like Hitler and Nazi Germany, how people could turn on other people so quickly. Like you had people that lived together in Europe side by side in these countries and they were peaceful. They weren't, they didn't hate each other. They weren't, you know, murdering each other. And then literally what seemed like in a blink of an eye, you had people turning on each other and turning the Jews in so they could literally walk to their slaughter. And I always wonder, my heart was always grieved. Like how could human beings do that? And then, and then you look at today and you look at how quickly neighbor have turned on neighbor, family member have turned on family member over a mask. And it, and it, and then God really showed me that. And I, instead of being grieved and instead of being sad that people are so easily led to into uh, false doctrine and just, you know what I mean? Bad leadership. What, what he did was he impressed upon me the incredible, valuable, necessary job of biblical leaders and how it is not. And and the word leadership is thrown around. It is thrown around. If there's more books written about leadership than any other subject in the world. And yet there's so little of it. There's so little of it. And so it's one of the things that I'm so passionate about. I'm doing a whole 16 week leadership thing for women that I'm building right now that God's just filling me up. I'm excited about that. Um, that's going to come out hopefully in October. That's when like I believe that's what God's saying. So I'm working on that, but it, it, it just, I think about the story of Moses, right? And these, these people saw miracles with their eyes. They experienced it. They watched it. They, they lived miracles. And yet Moses goes up on the mountain to write the tablets and that quick, they all went back. And it shows me how wildly important it is for us as women, as biblical leaders to stand firm, to not move to be bold and to continue to fight the fight. Yes, absolutely. I'm so, uh, you know, we we haven't connected in a while. And so it's so good to hear us being both on the same page. And I'm, I'm serious about maybe what you and I should get together hundred (laughs) percent and do, do something because people have been asking me, when are you going to do a sealed book conference or whatever? And I'm like, I don't know. I, I, I have no idea, but we, we did people are, people are, and, but I'll tell you, they're sick of churches. But yes, if the church, if the church had been able to get it done, would have been done. <laughs> we wouldn't have this issue, right? And so, um, people are going to have to kind of get out of that comfort zone. And and um, I'm, I'm I'm really believing that um, we're going to probably end up losing losing some some people. You know, like people that that we thought were the leaders. Yes, are, are going to be. You know, and then, you know, Kim prophesied that it was going to be an upturning, you know, turning upside down in the church. Uh, God always judges the house of the Lord first. Right. And, it, and, but, but pe- I, I don't know that they will leave necessarily out of, uh, out of sin, but mostly out of offense, like out of, the, of being offended that it doesn't look like they, they thought it would just like in Jesus day. And, and, um, so, you know, it is, it is absolutely imperative in wrapping that up is for, for us to not try to put God in a box, but just in our own walk, be obedient and say, you know what, what are my gifts? What are my talents? What is it that I can do that God can use outside the church? It may be in the church, you know, but I, I'm, I'm thinking, ask him if you have permission to be outside the church and what is it that you do that he can, that 
he can put his creative power on and give you a supernatural uh, calling, you know, and, and, and so you've done that, you know, we've both been trained up in network marketing. We both can speak, we, you know, we're comfortable in that, in that role, but uh, that secular, this is what the Lord kept telling me about when, when I finally said, I got to start the sealed book. And, and because of the nature of, of the things that are, I talk about, um, then, you know, that's what my husband was stopping me. He was like, Amy, you don't want to put yourself out there like that. You know, Same. Uh, oh my God, he was scared to death. And, you know, I have these hairs that are driving me crazy. Um, but he, yeah, Steve, for, I mean, he held me back for so many years, just going, you, you, you're going to talk about what? <laughs> Nephilim, what? You know, um, and, and so I, I finally had to say to Steve, babe, I love you, but I'm telling you, I have to be obedient to the Lord. You can either support it or not, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to stay silent anymore. And I have to, and, and, you know, we have a great marriage and, you know, and he's like, okay, I'll, I'll cover you, <laughs> you know, and um, occasionally he gets in there and, you know, deletes somebody that, you know, thinks that is a, is a platform to debate. You know, I'm like, this is not a platform debate. This is a platform for, for me to share the truth. And, it, and it's not up for debate, I, you know? Um, so he gets in there and deletes people that are being unruly, but, um, but it's important to find your niche. And I know that I'm so happy that you've done that, Michelle. And, and, I, and I just want to challenge the people that are listening or watching that, you know, every single person that is waking people up to the truth of Jesus Christ and him crucified, what God will use you. All you have to do is be willing and, and, and use you in, in multiple ways. But look for ways outside of the religious paradigm, because that's where he's moving right now. Totally. Amen. Oh, Okay. Just so everybody that is listening or watching knows, I'll have all of the ways that you can connect with Amy. I'll have the link to the sealed book. I'll put make sure that you have the information about her her book, <laughs> not the sealed book, but Amy's book, and any other ways that she wants uh, you to connect with her. And man, what an honor! I I know for sure that this is the beginning of whatever God's going to do with you and I together, and I'm so yeah. stoked about it. Me too. Me too. I, you know, I, I don't, I don't know if, if, if this has happened to you or probably some of our listeners, but I've always had a hard time connecting with women because women are, are jealous. I mean, they, and, you know, and I think that right now, part of the remnant rising up is that the daughters are, are, are supporting each other. And I've seen more unity beginning to happen in, in women and, and God aligning strong, powerful women together. And, you, you know, it's a force to be reckoned with, no doubt. So I, I look forward to what God's going to do through the friendship for sure. Thank you for reaching out to me. My goodness. I'm well, honored. thank you for taking time to get on here and be one of our special episodes that I'm going to, I'm going to put out literally like right the first week in August. So um, thank you so much. I appreciate you praying for you and uh, we'll see what happens next. <laughs> okay. Well, I will be praying for you too. And um, I appreciate you. You know, I, I tell you, uh, if you were following Michelle in this podcast and you couldn't, uh, just from the leadership that I've seen her exhibit in, you know, in, in, in her network marketing career, you're, you're absolutely right. Leaders are few and far between true ones. And you are absolutely that. So um, you guys are in good hands for sure. Thank you, Amy. You're welcome. Well, that was a packed podcast. I hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as we did recording it. And 
there's definitely more to come between Amy and I. I wish I could be announcing the date of our event. Potentially, it's going to be in October. Just stay tuned. Keep listening. Um, if you have not already done so, go on to the sealed book and follow that. Or you can find out the information uh, about anything that we're going to be doing uh, myself or through Girl Power Alliance on all of my social media channels. Girl Power Alliance, uh, Facebook, Girl Power Alliance, Instagram. My personal is Teen Mom to Millionaire. And listen, the bottom line is God is on the move. Things are happening right now in the world um, that are really big, really important, that matter. And it is time now for you to rise up. If you need encouragement, if you need to be empowered, if you need more equipping, that is exactly what Girl Power Alliance is all about. Join the community. Head over there right now, girlpoweralliance.com, and just be part of this. Be part of what God is doing in this generation and through women, which is really exciting to me. Girl Power Alliance, this is where women grow. Girl Power Alliance.